0: The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now.
1: When you come to these genealogical records, when you come to these lists of names in Scripture, it's really easy to, to almost skim them or skip them and say, well, that's just names. Could I just remind you that every name is a soul, that no one is just a name, no one is just a number, not to God. You may not know them, but God knows them. God made them. God loves them. God loves all people. And every name you read is an eternal soul that's going to live somewhere forever. In our last study, we looked at kind of a bird's eye view of Genesis chapter number 10, these generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth's descendants. And frankly, as you, as you just kind of look over the chapter, it's mostly just names. But right in the middle of it, there is an emphasis on a man. And because God emphasizes it, I want to emphasize it. Before we move on from Genesis 10, I want to back up and point out a man who is, who is given three verses, essentially. And I think these are very important to see because in these three verses, there's a picture of a man who really is a rebel against God. And I think a great warning to all of us. You see... All people are going to live. All people are going to die. And and between birth and death in our life, every person is going to stand on one side or the other. You're either going to be with the Lord or against the Lord. Uh, You're either going to be yielded to God or fighting against God. Genesis 10 verse 8 says, And Cush begat Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Wherefore it is said, Even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter, before the Lord. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel and Eric and Akkad and Kalna in the land of Shinar. Here, here's his name. His name is Nimrod. Now, we have almost in our society, for some reason, many people have associated the name Nimrod almost as slang for someone that's incompetent. Like if we say, uh, uh, don't be a Nimrod, that we mean by that, don't be, don't be stupid, don't be ignorant. Don't be uh, willfully foolish. And uh, yet, that is not exactly what it means. In fact, Nimrod was a very intelligent man. It would appear at a glance, this was a bright man. This was a smart fellow. And yet, did you know you can be intelligent and not be wise? Did you know you can be uh, a person with great capabilities and yet not be what God wants you to become? In fact, there's a a word here that's used three times. Did you get it? Verse 8, a mighty one. Uh, Verse 9, twice, a mighty hunter. Mighty, mighty, mighty. What a word to be used for him. And yet the sad reality is it would seem that the emphasis of his life is on his might and not God's might. I'll remind you that only God is the almighty one. And if we have any might at all, It's because he gave it to us. He allowed us to have it. We get so full of ourselves, thinking we're something when we're nothing, deceiving ourselves, thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought to think. And that really is the picture we get in Scripture of Nimrod. So I want to say to you today, don't be a Nimrod. And I mean by that, don't be a rebel against God. What do we know about this man from Scripture? Well, first of all, we know he's a man of accomplishment, the Bible says here he was a mighty hunter. So he's a he's a skilled man. He's a man who, who knew how to get things done and make things happen. It might interest you to know that in Micah chapter 5 and verse number 6, there actually is a land named after him. Micah 5 verse 6 says, And they shall waste the land of Assyria with a sword, and the land of Nimrod in the entrances thereof. So, uh, this this region known as Assyria has in it now a land uh, that continues all these centuries later to bear this man's name. This is a man of accomplishment. He's remembered for something. He's known for something. Then he's not only a man of accomplishment, he is a man who is famous. Uh, because the Bible doesn't just tell us that he's mighty. It says he's a mighty one in the earth. The idea here of this phrase means people knew him. They knew his name. Uh, maybe that's why so much emphasis is given to him here. Uh, people recognized the name of this ni- man, Nimrod. Oh, yes, we know Nimrod. What a mighty hunter. What a, what a great man. Listen to 1 Chronicles chapter 1 and verse number 10. And Cush begat Nimrod. He began to be mighty upon the earth. So again, in the Chronicles, he shows up. He's, he's famous. I'm just going to tell you, fame is not all it's cracked up to be. In fact, if you ever talk to a famous person, uh, you'll find out very often that they wish they could get rid of some of that fame, that they could just be normal, that they could uh, be known differently than they're known. Uh, So many people trying to climb the ladder only to find out the ladder's leaned against the wrong wall. Uh, So many people trying to be successful and be somebody and make a name for themselves, but remember there's only one name that is great, only one name that is worthy of worship and praise. And that's the name of our God. Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you live and work for. Be careful what you give your energies to. Nimrod was a man of accomplishment. He was a man who was famous. But I think this is the sad truth behind his name, that this man was a man who was a rebel, a man of rebellion. Did you know that's actually what the name Nimrod means? His name means rebel. When we say, don't be a Nimrod, we mean by that, don't be a rebel against God. That's what sin is. Sin is rebellion against God. Uh, we're taught in the New Testament, uh, you're either for the Lord, you're against the Lord, one of the two. And uh, John talks a great deal about how sin is enmity uh, against God, to be an enemy of God. The apostle Paul talks about this. Uh, you're going to choose your side, so choose carefully. I'm just going to tell you, you can't fight against God and win, but Nimrod was known as a rebel. In fact, we know that because this phrase, before the Lord, did you hear it? He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Twice it uses that expression. Uh, that sounds nice, doesn't it? A mighty hunter before the Lord. Oh, well, God must have really recognized how, what a great hunter he was. No, that's not what it means at all. Before the Lord literally means in the face of. He was a mighty hunter in the face of the Lord. Uh, the idea of defiant against the Lord. Here's a man who was going to make his own way, be his own man, do his own thing. Almost like shaking his fist in the face of a holy God. A man living in his own strength and for his own glory. And Friend, I want you to know that's the exact opposite of what God wants for every one of us. God didn't want you in your strength. He wants you in his strength. And God didn't want you living for your credit. He wants you living for his glory, to the praise of his glory. Don't be an emrod. Don't live your life to, to just accomplish something or to be something. Don't live your life that way. Uh, to please men or to please yourself. Live your life every day uh, in God's sight before the Lord, but not, not shaking your fist in his face. Before the Lord, Lord, I want to be everything you created me to be. I want to become everything you saved me for, and I want you to get all the glory for it. Don't let it be that your name gets associated with base things, negative things, low things. Let it be that your name lifts people's thoughts heavenward high to your holy God. Let it be that your name exalts His name. Don't be a Nimrod. And friend, that's something you must choose for yourself. That's not a family matter. That's a heart matter. You must choose today how you will be known and if God will be known in your life no matter where
0: you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank okay. you.